What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community, covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. I'm your host, Stephen Word, and I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community here every week here on Press This. As always, don't forget that you can subscribe on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download the weekly episodes on Webmaster Radio at webmasterradio.fm slash shows slash press this. For this episode, I'm pleased to interview online marketer, WordPress expert, and SEO consultant, Rebecca Gill. How are you doing, Rebecca? I'm wonderful. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's such a pleasure to actually have you on the show. Um, SEO is not something that I'm intimately uh, familiar with, and I can see that you have a, quite the passion for training and education, um, so I'm really looking forward to uh, picking your brain here. Excellent. Um, so per tradition here on Press This, uh, I'd like to get started by taking a few minutes to just hear about your journey into the WordPress space. Um, I know that you're quite acclaimed, and uh, I've been doing at this for quite some time. So I was hoping maybe you could uh, share a little bit about that with us. Sure. So 10 years ago, I met WordPress and Joomla at the same time. I dabbled in both at my former employer and quickly realized that my love was with WordPress and not with Joomla, thankfully. And I kind of fell into starting the Web Savvy Agency. Um, it was, I call myself an accidental entrepreneur because after many years at the employer that I was at, I needed to exit and it was the middle of the recession. So I started an agency. I planned on doing SEO consulting and um, most people that I was going to work with could not actually modify their own website 
websites, which is how I moved into WordPress. And we went from just doing some SEO consulting to building out full complex websites for universities and organizations. Um, and it kind of grew from there. And I've had Web uh, Savvy for nine years. And then just in August of this year, I actually took a position at Imagine. And now I lead um, their digital marketing services group. And I'm a vice president for them. Excellent. Uh, that's quite a journey. It, uh, I smiled a little bit when you uh, brought up Joomla. Uh, my own personal story is actually very similar. Uh, I think I, it was called Mambo back at the time. <laughs> uh, and I had, a, I had a very similar experience. And uh, yeah, I haven't looked back. Uh, I'm WordPress all the way. So uh, refreshing to hear you had the same conclusion. Yeah, I, I love WordPress and I, I love the WordPress community and I'm always so thankful that I did not go the Joomla route. And you know, it's, you look back and you think, what would life have been had I taken that path at that pivot point? And I'm very thankful that I did not. Absolutely. I uh, I suppose I would like to think that uh, we would be lucky enough to have ended up in the same place, maybe with a more roundabout path, but you never know. Um, so um, I'm going to get into my, um, my next line of question. Um, so here we are. Uh, we're about a month away from a, a pretty big change coming in WordPress. Um, I think most people uh, could even say that it's uh, maybe the biggest change we've seen in white, uh, about 12 years. Um, and this is a, a change to the editorial experience. Um, and I know that uh, you know that uh, you basically uh, are more focused on education and your SEO practice. Um, but what I would like to discuss is uh, your thoughts on Gutenberg. Is it um, you know there's a lot of drama and uh, debate. And I was wondering if uh, this is impacting your business, if you have any thoughts, uh, are there any risks associated with uh, the focus that the community has right now? So, you know, I, I embrace Gutenberg just like, you know, I think most of us do. I've been, you know, I've not dug into it like most of the developers, and that's because I have people to do that for me, both at Web Savvy and at the Imagine uh, agency. You know, there's professionals that will do that. Um, you know, and as, as we kind of dabble in it or even go head first into it and people get very passionate about it, I think that that's great. I think that the WordPress community and WordPress itself needs to evolve and Gutenberg is going to allow us to involve, evolve with that. Uh, the, the concern I have, which is probably not the concern that most people have, is that so much emphasis is getting placed on Gutenberg in the community and this looming, you know, arrival of it. It, that I think that we're not seeing other things that are going on. And, you know, for example, um, and, and this is why it's, you know, it's so dear dear to me is I, I'm afraid what's going to happen when when this takes place and, and you know, and, and it, it settles down and then people kind of look around and go, oh, well, what happened with, with the rest of the world while I was caught up in Gutenberg? I mean, Google's made massive changes in 2018. In 2017, it changed its algorithm six times a day. You know, it's make in August and September and October, the algorithm has magically continued to change and it's been massive shifts for people in search. And yet I don't think the WordPress community has really even acknowledged it because people aren't aware of it because they're very, you know, um, focused on Gutenberg and all that's happening with that. You know, structured data is taking over the web, and I don't even think that a ton of the WordPress developers are utilizing it or, you know, educating their clients on it and why they need to use it and why that is the, the you know, the, the future of search. And that scares me. That scares me more than anything, because I think that we have a really good foundation in the community. We have people that will manage the Gutenberg updates and rollouts and keep us 
all grounded, right? There is, like you said, there's that drama, but the bottom line is, is we have good people. We have people who love WordPress. They will make sure that we work through Gutenberg. It's my fear is what happens with everything else that no one's paying attention to. Yeah, I, uh, I actually completely agree with you. I, I, I do feel that uh, I'm, I'm also pro Gutenberg. I, I think it's very awesome. Uh, it's a great tool. Uh, but I also share a, a similar concern about uh, it's so in the limelight that other things um, will get missed. And uh, I think that, you know, it's in everyone's best interest to keep an eye on that. Um, something that you had just mentioned uh, with regards to, to structured data, um, this wasn't even something that I had realized, uh, all those shifts with Google. Um, as for a novice such as myself, uh, or perhaps I hope there's some listeners on the, on the, out there as well, um, what can I do about that? How how do I get out of my uh, tunnel vision and uh, make sure that I'm paying attention and doing the right things for a business? Yeah, so you know, I would I would be cognizant of of recent changes in Google and the fact that they are being very transparent and being very proactive with pushing information out to people, and particularly the development community. If you pay attention at all to what Google is talking about and the free resources and information they provide us as developers, you will see that there is a strong emphasis on certain areas. Um, Structured data is one. They're constantly modifying what they're using for structured data and pushing out information and how to use it to better your position in search. They are constantly pushing out information right now in accessibility. And that accessibility is important to Google. And if it's not part of the algorithm today, it will be in the future because I, you know, you just see it with the information that they're pushing. And you have to be, you know, a little bit aware of that so that you can both you know, be in control of your own destiny and also make sure that your clients are prepared as well because structured data, for example, is not something that the average marketer can implement on their own. They do need assistance. They don't even know what's available in structured data. And yet structured data can help the search engines better see a website and better digest and articulate what's there and, and do so more like a human. And when they have that capability to do that, then they know how to best use it in search. And the bottom line is we're in WordPress and we do website development to help our clients be found online. And that means they have to be able to rank in search, or at least for the most part. You know, I mean, not everybody relies on organic search, but the majority of the people do. And you have to be, you know, as developers, be aware of what's going on in search. You don't need to be experts, but you do need to be aware of what is happening in search, the information that Google is pushing towards the development community, and what you need to pay attention to and make sure that you're implementing for your client base so they don't lose traction in organic SEO and the traffic that is driving to their websites. That's uh, an incredibly interesting perspective. Uh, something that is resonating with me Um New, uh, I think for many of us, we've been online uh, or you know working uh, online or basing our businesses online for many years. Um, and I was always under the impression that uh, you know the Google algorithm uh, or you know other search engines uh, was a black box. Uh, and there is uh, some unbeknownst voodoo and uh, there was really no way to find out. Um, what I'm hearing from you now is that uh, Google is actually quite forthcoming uh, about their strategies and it's something you can learn. 
It, they, they are. It's funny that you use um, voodoo because I always think that people believe SEO is either black magic and voodoo or it's lovely pixel dust that gets, you know, sprinkled and sparkles onto the website. But it's not. You know, Google really does try to educate developers. They have resources, you know, in all of their documentation. They sell, they do blog posts and send these out to whoever subscribes to them. They have a search liaison who is very active in the community and answers questions on Twitter. They do weekly videos where they answer everybody's questions. So they're very transparent these days. And while they're not gonna give us what is exactly in the algorithm, they do make every effort to help us along the way, help us know what is important to them, the right things that we should be doing, as well as answering our questions. So should we stumble, we know how to get back out of that, that stumbling situation and correct whatever issue is present. And people can look at Google as if Google is the devil, but quite honestly, they do try to do the right thing because if you think about it, Google's whole objective is to make money. How does Google make money? Google makes money by creating a positive user experience. And they can only do that with the help of marketers and webmasters and developers. And by educating us on what they need and want, we in turn will deliver that back, which will create a positive user experience for their visitor, which will in turn turn into ad revenue and make them money. So it's kind of like a big full circle of goodness if everybody's paying attention and playing their role. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's uh, it's a very symbiotic relationship, it seems. And uh, you're right, it, it makes sense to me that it would be in everyone's best interest uh, to be aware and uh, for, for that transparency. So that's, that's refreshing to hear. It actually makes me feel a little better. Um, if I wanted to learn uh, a little bit more about this or, or some of the resources that are available um, that I was not aware of, where, where can I go to find out more about that? So uh, Google has a number of um, pieces and bits of information that are like portals for development. And the easiest way to start to get to that is to start at Google Search Console. You know, right within Google Search Console towards the bottom of the little the little navigation on the left are resources. And everywhere within Google Search Console, you can hit a little help you know, a help icon and it will take you into a massive amount of information on really what to do. And, and, you know, and this is, this is your, your guide to Google and what you want to do, you know, moving forward and where you can learn. Sounds great. Uh, this has all been incredibly insightful. Um, we're going to take a quick break. Um, and when we come back, uh, I'd love to hear more about uh, your experiences with SEO and uh, what we can do for our listeners uh, to get it all straightened out. We'll be back in just a moment. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Content Marketing World 2018 comes to Cleveland, Ohio, September 4th through the 7th. Learn more at contentmarketingworld.com. Content Marketing World 2018 is the one event where you will learn and network with the best and brightest in the content marketing industry. Content Marketing World will have over 120 sessions and workshops presented by the leading brand marketers and experts from around the world covering strategy, storytelling, ROI, demand generation, AI, and more. Leave Cleveland with all the materials you need to build a content marketing plan that will grow your business and inspire your audience. Save $100 off of registration using promo code radio that's radio and the number 100. Don't miss Content Marketing World 2018 in Cleveland, Ohio, September 4th through the 7th. Register now at contentmarketingworld.com. 
The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for its 7th Annual International Mobile Web Award Competition. This award program is an opportunity for mobile developers to demonstrate their expertise in this growing medium. It recognizes the individual and team achievements of web professionals all over the world who create and maintain outstanding responsive and mobile websites and mobile applications. Deadline for entry is September 28, 2018. Submit your entry today at www.mobile-webaward.org. That's mobile-webaward.org. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. We can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. Let's press forward with more Press This only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back. Uh, You're listening to Press This, the WordPress community podcast. Uh, today, right before the break, uh, we were talking with Rebecca Gill, uh, an advocate for SEO, uh, very experienced speaker, uh, SEO expert, um, trainer, uh, and, and obviously a very passionate person. Um, and we're fortunate enough to, to be able to pick her brain here on the show today. Uh, just before we took the break, uh, we were talking about the transparency uh, that Google offers, some of the places you can go to find out more information. Um, and I was also, I uh, took that opportunity and I was uh, looking at Rebecca's website, which is unsurprisingly incredible uh, and very well done. Uh, Rebecca, I see that you offer some uh, f- some free training as well. Um, that's that's really, really awesome. I, uh, I actually, it's really refreshing to see um, readily made uh, materials that are not uh, basically, you know, you don't know what you're buying. Um, if I were to go check that out, what, what could I expect to find in some of those? So I, I think you're referring to my online courses. Um, and so there are there is a eight hour course. That one is paid, um, but it takes you through my SEO process that I've been doing for 15 years. And it's, you know, it doesn't the, the process itself doesn't change. It's just the nuances for you know what type of content and niche you're in and that type of thing. And then I do have free courses there for um, understanding what the, the Google knowledge graph is and I think doing some competitive research. And it's basically, you know, me just trying to talk to you as a person and walking you through SEO, whether it be with a video or it be a written, you know, written text. Um, I also do have a ton of webinars that I've recorded on my YouTube channel, which are completely free and available. And each one is an hour long. And, you know, I go into everything from site mapping and um, schema and, you know, and think talking about things like that, semantic search. So you really can understand what's going on. And again, I try to really make sure that I break it down into bite-sized pieces so it's digestible and it doesn't feel big and scary. Uh, that's wonderful. I'm uh, going to go out on a limb here and guess that I could find that by Googling for Rebecca Gill on YouTube. You could, or my RebeccaGill.com website's got a link to it on there as well. Uh, fantastic. I'm glad we were able to deliver on that one. Um, something else I uh, just caught you uh, that I uh, had read, uh, you know, before we had the privilege of speaking, um, and I think you just touched on it there a moment ago. Um, you feel pretty passionately about uh, the human element of all of this and putting, you know, people before the technology. Um, how did you arrive 
with that position? Honestly, I don't know. You know, and it's funny, but I feel like myself is, or I feel like I'm getting more and more on my soapbox all the time about it. And I think, you know, maybe it's just because people, not everyone, but, you know, a lot of people have a poor impression of SEO and the consulting community, which is, it's not everyone. There's certain areas of the SEO community that um, under delivers on what they promise Right. And I think a lot of that is because it's just more of a churn as opposed to really focusing on that human and making sure that, you know, the SEO process aligns with the customer journey. And, you know, and and you're really always focusing on that that customer and serving them and doing good for them. And I don't know where, honestly, that comes from, except for wanting to be just the opposite of what everybody hates in SEO. <laughs> but I will tell you, it works, right? The more that we focus on that that human that comes to our website and the more that we want to serve them and share our knowledge with them and really make sure that we're helping them and solving their problems and giving them answers to their questions, the more SEO works and the more that we position ourselves as an industry leader for whatever our niche is and we become that expert and that trusted authority and that's what matters to that human. And today that's what matters to Google, particularly after this fall when they started really rolling out algorithm changes around their eat, which is that that expertise, authority, and that trustworthiness. And, um, you know, that's what Google wants. And as long as we try to adapt to it and focus on it, a lot of times you're going to be successful, even if you don't know every little bit about SEO. Um, well, once again, uh, you know, I said, you know, I'm very much a novice in this space. Um, is it absolutely imperative for me to understand the, uh, the inner workings uh, of how these algorithms work and uh, to go and do that research uh, through Google's portals and et cetera? Um, or is this something where I could like leverage a tool? Um, you know, I'm thinking of a couple of prominent plugins out there in this space. Um, do you feel that they're getting it right? Is that good enough? Or do I, do I really need to engage and make sure that I understand what's going on? I don't think that you need to know everything about Google's algorithms. I do not chase algorithms. And I wouldn't encourage the normal person to either. I do encourage you to have a good, solid SEO process and to use good tools. Um, you mentioned the WordPress plugins. I think All-in-One SEO is a wonderful SEO plugin for technical people. And the Yoast SEO plugin is a wonderful plugin for marketers and you know normal, everyday content writers and things like that because it really assists them. Both plugins will handle the technical aspects of SEO really well. And I will say the Yoast team, God bless them, they're coming out with an update in the premium plugin for um, version 9 that is a game changer and it's really going to help people people with semantic search and the average person doesn't understand it yet it is incredibly important to the search engines and if you've never considered that plug-in premium version you know before now would be the time and trust me when I say I get no money back from the Yoast team from saying this it's just again something that I believe in and I know that it can help people and you know and, and that's the cool thing about WordPress right other CMSs don't have people like that Yoast team that's really deep down in SEO and doing that research and watching changes and making sure that they continuously have an iterative plugin that's getting updated, I think it's every two weeks, to making sure that they've got our back, right? And they are helping us along the way and rolling out new features. And that's what, something that makes WordPress just amazing and such a powerful CMS. That's, uh, that's quite refreshing to hear your recommendations there uh, because those are actually the two plugins that come to mind uh, for me as well. Um, Yoast is probably the, you know, the most prominent and, you know, that team is, you know, exceptionally incredible. Um, and I love to know that my trust is uh, not misplaced. 
Um, so that's that's good news uh, for uh, myself and uh, quite a few of our listeners, I'm sure. Um, yeah, it's it, it is definitely a solid plugin, and I I wholeheartedly encourage others to use it. And even the premium version is a must for our client base at Imagine because I know it services our clients um, at a very deep level. Um, all right, so this kind of uh, brings me to my next question: is if uh, if everybody in the WordPress space, uh, as many of us know, this you know, WordPress has quite a big market share. Um, you know, uh, the phrase uh, gets thrown around a lot, something like 33, 34% of the, uh, the web last I looked. And, you know, uh, especially with these plugins, if I do choose to leverage one of those, um, how do I stand out uh, against people that might be competing uh, with my business market? Um, if everybody's using, uh, you know, this recommended plugin and it's incredibly stellar, how do I stand out in that space? Well, here's the amazing thing about this is the majority of the user base, and I would tell you like 80%, they don't really actually use Yoast's full capabilities. And if they do, they don't use it right. It's a very small percentage that actually educates itself on how to use the Yoast SEO plugin and completes all of the settings and uses it on a regular basis. And if you were to just do that alone, you would be far well above your competition. That's uh, kind of frightening and also uh, <laughs> somewhat encouraging. I, uh, I got mixed feelings on that one. Um, <sighs> It's true, though. I hate to admit it, but it's true. And the Yoast team does a really good job at trying to educate people. But there's there's so many things going on around you, and you know, and, and people just lose sight of the fact that they need to educate themselves because it is a very powerful plugin. Right. Uh, you can't underestimate the power of organic search. Uh, you know, it's um, something that comes to mind for me is, uh, you know, this um, this concept of uh, a free web and if you know the the value proposition of it. Um, you know, I, I think that this is changing over time now, uh, but I remember a day when, you know, uh, if you uh, were to ask somebody to spend $9 on their website, they would give you a pretty dirty look. And it uh, it makes absolutely no sense to me because that, you know, especially in the modern era, that's, you know, really probably one of your first touch points uh, for a lot of us. And it's, uh, it's good to hear that that's coming around. Um, I think we're going to take a, another quick break. Um, when we get back, uh, we'll dive more into the world of SEO with Rebecca. And we'll catch you in a minute. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for WebmasterRadio.fm. 
Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast. Uh, before the break, we were interviewing Rebecca Gill, SEO expert, uh, trainer, and community activist. Uh, we're getting into a little bit of the ins and outs of what I can do to have a low barrier entry into the SEO world. Um, and it's, uh, you know, there's some information that uh, has definitely caught me by surprise. Um, knowing that it's actually quite easy, uh, but people don't take advantage of that is uh, kind of caught me off guard a little bit. Uh, but I think it's it's really good to hear that because um, it also means that someone like myself is not too far behind and I have a saving grace. Yeah, I wouldn't ever say that SEO is easy, but I will tell you that anybody can learn SEO and anybody can do it successfully if they want to take the time to dive in and their heart is in it. And of course, if they focus on the user, right? That is, you know, as long as your intentions are good and you don't try to do those those shortcuts that will eventually get yourself in trouble with the search engines, anybody can excel at SEO. And that's why I, you know, for the last couple of years, I've really spent a lot of time teaching it with courses and masterminds and boot camps and webinars because I want the world to not fear it. I want people to embrace it and love it as much as I do. Yeah, I can uh, I can tell you're deeply passionate about that, and you know that's also very refreshing. Um, something that just caught my ear here, uh, you know, I think this come up a couple of times, uh, but I can tell that you really do care about the user and the user experience. Um, that seems to be kind of at the forefront of uh, your thought process. Um, this kind of brings up another debate that's uh, happening in the community right now. Um, we had mentioned at the top of the episode, uh, Google's putting uh, more of an emphasis on accessibility. Um, and I think for, for a lot of people, uh, there may be a misunderstanding or just a lack of exposure of how to be better about that. Um, you know, it's something that I, uh, you know, shamefully admit that it's, uh, you know, not an area of expertise for me. Um, as we move towards the future, um, do you see that as just being more and more uh, adopted and it, you know, basically uh, something that we have to do? So if you actually go to google.com slash accessibility, you will see that Google has a whole section dedicated to accessibility and educating us on what it is and why we need to use it. They also have a blog dedicated to it. And they're having their own initiatives you know, sur surrounding accessibility. And it's because it's for two reasons, right? The first reason is they know that helps their user community and helps us do, be active participants in serving their user and serving them the right way. But the other part of it is Google is by default similar to a human with accessibility challenges. Google is a computer and those things that we are doing for accessibility to help the screen readers also helps Google because Google functions you know, very similar. So semantic HTML5 headers, using those properly, which means using them as an outline and not just throwing 20 H1s on a page. Technically you can do that, certainly. 
but it doesn't mean that it's right. And if you look at Bing's um, information, Bing's going to come out right out and tell you, don't do that because it's not helping them understand the nature of your content. Making sure that your images have good alt text and not just alt text that's thrown in with keywords and spam, something that actually describes the image. You're helping that human that comes to your site and you're helping the search engines understand the nature of that image, which helps them better understand the nature of your content, which will improve your ranking. So there's a lot of aspects of accessibility that are, you know, are serving the human, but also serving the search engines. And again, when Google keeps coming and giving us these resources for what is needed and why is it important, we know that that is going to be a more integral part of the algorithm and it's going to be a core part of what we need to have in websites. That's a, that's a really interesting perspective, and I don't know that I've ever heard that put as well uh, as you just explained it there. Um, you know, it sounds like it's win-win, you know? It's like, uh, you know, the, the notion of, you know, the computer or Google or your search engine being uh, basically uh, not having the natural language abilities uh, that we have. You can actually uh, empower, uh, you know, your greater community, um, be inclusive at the same time. It actually sounds like it makes your organic results better. Um, and that's that's a really interesting to hear. Um, I think uh, we're about to wrap up here at the end of the hour. I wish I could keep uh, talking with you for for a little longer here. Um, for anybody who'd like to hear more about Rebecca and uh, leverage her expertise, uh, you can go to RebeccaGill.com um, or you can check out her uh, free webinars uh, and uh, training episodes on YouTube. Um, I do highly encourage you to check out her website. There is a lot of really good information there. Um, and I'm going to say it again. It's just uh, you got great, great personal brand there. I, uh, I'm very impressed with what you put together there. It's uh, inspiring. Uh, if you'd like to subscribe, um, you can always join Press This on iTunes, iHeartRadio. Uh, download the latest episodes at Webmaster Radio at webmasterradio.fm slash shows slash press this. Uh, again, I'm your host, Stephen Word. I'd love to support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine. Um, and once again, I would just like to thank you, Rebecca. Uh, this has been a fantastic episode. Uh, thank you for letting us have your time. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Have a great afternoon. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.